driven the ball is hard. Oh yeah. Getting past one person is while, hard. While like maintaining you know? that. Yeah. Like even getting a step on someone and then turning that into points. Nah. Especially when you can't jump very high. And welcome to the Going Down the List podcast. I'm E.T. Dubs here today with... Your boy Oswald. And Mr. Jerberius, who... I think I finished with seven points out there in our game to 11. So I'm pretty proud of myself. I, I finished with three. All right. Right. Made a couple free throws there. Made it interesting at the end. But. We're trying to work our way slowly to 21. We just, you know, got to fight off the fatigue. We're also over here scheming if we want to tear up Jeremy's front yard to put in a half court. Yeah, this might become a home renovation podcast here in the next few weeks, so if that's what you're into. And it'll be $5 to rent the court if you're interested. That's correct. Um, yep. you know, please DM us on X, formerly Twitter. Preferably two weeks ahead. Bring your best three. No, bring your best. Yeah, bring your best three. That's we right. get our best three. Let's see what we can do. <laughs> Walking routes only, though, for now. <laughs> uh, we are here today to discuss, uh, well, Mr. Oswald. You chose this movie, so I... I was wondering... Work. Okay. Why? Yeah. Let's. Why did you choose that? What movie did we watch, and why did you choose <clears throat> for us to watch? Uh, we watched the holdovers. Uh, Paul Giamatti. I don't. Has he? I haven't really heard of him being anything big here recently, or something like. It's been a while. Well, he just got the blue ink off of himself. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, that takes a while. Kind of ruins anything. So I think he's. Well, that that, that sets you up perfectly for like a blue man group. Yeah, I think he did do that for a few years, actually. Yeah. So he's been away from <laughs> from film. Okay, but he, uh, he did that Verizon, that awful Verizon commercial, with awful one. Yeah, he, he like played Benjamin Franklin. In Verizon. Oh, oh yeah, and it was like, what is Paul Giamatti doing in Verizon commercials? He should be in an Oscar nominated film. So yep. Now here he is again. So, but um, I chose this because I really don't get that many like uh. I mainly watch a lot of YouTube. I don't really watch a lot of like TV, TV. So, and I don't really get a lot of like movie ads. So I got this one. I was like, oh, that's Paul Giamatti. I haven't really seen anything. I really like Big Fat Liar. It's a classic. Mm. Might have to cover that one next. I love it. Like I said, I mentioned it briefly last week. Uh, John Adams on HBO, the miniseries. Mm-hmm. He's amazing in that. And that's the he's good in this. Yeah, yeah I feel is. so. He's well. You can keep talking about why he picked this. I'll get into it more later. But I don't know. I kind of just like the vibe of it, you know. In, in the trailer, it kind of just showed like just uh, the setting of the story. Just uh, him being at home, uh, being at the school with that kid because mm-hmm. he didn't have anywhere to go. So they're both kind of just stuck there, and like their journey to. I don't want to say better themselves, but they both unlock something within each other. Mm, yeah. Bring out different sides of one another and helps them live life a little bit differently. Yeah. Maybe better. And I mean, to save you a Wikipedia search, the plot summary essentially is the, the, the movie begs the question, what if Ted Lasso was divorced, took him to a much darker place than coaching soccer about 20 or 30 years later mm-hmm. to me. 
Wow, that, that's actually he, he really goes, good. He goes heavy into academia. And heavy this into is the what alcohol. We get. Yeah, and, and he drew, well, yeah. So when we watch Ted Lasso, we'll talk about that further. But uh, there's a connection. Maybe we should do a parallel. Paul Giamatti's between... character is Ted Lasso in the future, but a darker future. You think Ted Lasso could ever not have like a public smile on his face though that's my question things went dark like i said this is a, did. this is ted lasso in the multiverse and i could see like his i could definitely see his private life being like him but i feel like he's just too grouchy might be the but mustache maybe i you know it might just be the mustache maybe he moved back to kansas after the third season and his son told him to leave him alone or yep. something now that's how we ended up here just the thought um, well, the movie was directed by Alexander Payne, who has also directed uh, several other movies. He's won two Oscars for Best Adapted Screenplay, I believe. The Descendants uh, was one of those. Another movie he directed that is a favorite of mine is Election, starring Matthew Broderick and Reese Witherspoon. Another person that wasn't in something for a long time and then got a starring role. Matthew Broderick. Yeah. I haven't heard that name in a while. He was in something recently, right? Like a big role? Or had a role in something? Maybe. I, I have <clears> seen him in uh, 30 Rock. Wait, am I thinking of the same? That was no, wait. I'm thinking of the, something, t- somebody totally different. Are you thinking about Brendan Fraser? In The Mummy? Whale? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Brendan Fraser. Okay, okay. Okay. That's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> totally two different people. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> it was all right, though. This was written by David Hemmingson. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, got a 97% that's... on Rotten Tomatoes right wow. now. Uh, it... What's the um, audience score? Or is that the is that the tomato score or the... I think like the, the popcorn the... the audience one. Yeah, the one on the right. I think I saw like 83. I'm just curious. I, was, I look, think I saw it. It's always interesting to see if they're, if they're different. The discrepancy. It is a $41 <clears throat> million dollar box office. I couldn't find any information on the production budget. Maybe... We're still a little ways away from getting that. Uh, but it was also shot on a 55 millimeter lens, uh, helping to give this kind of vintage look, which was Along one of with the, the music. It was very nice. The opening uh, 10 minutes is it's a nice little trip yeah. into the movie. But like I was, while I was watching it, it almost gave you like a sense of like isolation in a way. It, it felt like I was inside of a like a a little toy village. Okay. You know? Yeah. Like almost like maybe even inside of a snow globe. Yeah, like, like a like, nicely decorated snow globe, or yeah, like even it gave a Christmas you that sense like you were a visitor <clears throat> or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Just kind of, it was nice. And just like the scenes of like, like well, at first you don't really know where, but you assume it's the northeast. Yeah. Just by the way, the architecture and the landscape and everything with the snow, but very picturesque. Uh, didn't know until afterwards. Uh, Jerry Bear brought up about is this a Christmas me- uh, movie? Because it's very warm in some like some of the scenes, you know, it's just mm-hmm. got that warmth that Christmas movies seem to have. Yeah, some of the scenes did at least. Uh, the audience score is ninety two percent. Ninety two, it's pretty good. Yes. Uh, this to me, this was the movie you watch with your mom on a rainy day. Yeah, this you know, is... she picked it, and then you're just settling, you got nothing else to do, and you end up. Pretty happy with it. Yeah, this is somewhat emotional by the end. This is definitely like if it's a cold, rainy day for sure. This is definitely a cool movie to throw yep. on. Yep. Grab a blanket, Mr. Dubs. Y'all ready for some Scrooge? <laughs> bah humbug. Let's hear it. <clears throat> All right. Well, first off, 
what I really liked about this movie. Like I said, I, I thought they did a good job with the setting, um, establishing it. And some of these tragedies that are baked in the movie are interesting. Paul Giamatti is really, really good at it. Um, Divine Joy Randolph, who plays Mary, is also really good. I love her character. Um, Mary, I feel like she's a little underdeveloped. She's um, very surface, yeah. very superficial. Yeah. yeah. They don't um, develop her beyond like her being sad. Yeah. She's always there, but they don't really. Yeah. Uh, um, Tully, Dominic Sessa, I. I wasn't crazy about his performance. Really? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I didn't connect with that. And he apparently honest. is. Like, I, I don't think he's ever acted in a movie before. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a, just like was a high school drama actor. Oh, like Broadway or? No, I don't think. Oh, he hasn't even done Broadway? No. Like, he, he went from like. No, yeah, I think like they picked him out of like a. I think I loved him in it. I think he, he did was, great. He, the acting was, I don't think the acting was too bad. Mm-hmm. But I definitely didn't, I never really emotionally connected. Mm-hmm. to like yeah. his storyline like I, and that's like the main one i feel like mm-hmm. so like the big you know not to jump to the ending but i feel like we were supposed to feel when they shake hands for that last time yeah. like the goodwill hunting dead poet oh, society see, I like i didn't it it wasn't there as, as much as those other types of movies were for me. <laughs> so the guy uh, dominic sessa he is at deerfield academy and he which is a prep school in massachusetts and he is in their theater program and so, like, I guess they just pick somebody really who would fit the role, which is smart. But yeah, I I thought his performance was definitely the weakest uh, acting in the movie. Um, what was it? Like, I mean, like Jer said, I just the in this I feel this way more broadly about the movie, but him specifically, the kind of tragedy that they try and bake into it. Um, I don't know if it's that they try and dive into it too late or if it's just not enough, but I just, I don't like, it doesn't bring, it doesn't bring it out of me. You know, like I'm thinking like I watched, I just, I talked about this last week, but the iron claw and like how that brought me these emotional scenes, like made me feel that. And I just didn't feel it. Um, with this movie, which maybe it was a mood thing. You know, I can't. Now, do you think maybe that could have been the writing, though? Yeah, since maybe you, Since so. you were saying that maybe it was brought up late, the tragedy? Yeah, I Because mean, I also agree with that, like, that really wasn't a focus yeah. until, like, the last 40 minutes of it. Yeah, and this is one of the other things. That, so this movie's too long. I think we can all agree that it's two hours and 12 minutes. Yeah. This should be a 90-minute movie. Mm-hmm. Um it just kind of meanders for a while. There's too much of a lot of stuff. Like mm-hmm. when they're in Boston, I feel like that lasts twice as long as it should. And when they're at that Christmas party, probably twice as long as it should be. Uh, they just, they're spending so much time without doing a lot. Not, and I don't mean that in like a, they need to be doing something. I mean like, even within their characters like building character yeah i don't feel like there's a lot being revealed and i feel like all of these characters are a composite of so many other characters you know i mean especially paul g and he does bring life to that role but like the cranky old professor with a heart of gold really um i don't know 
I just it it's not a it's not a bad movie. Um, I I think it might just not be my my kind of movie. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Not yeah. I don't know. Raymond, have you ever seen just random Knives Out? Yeah. Two? No. Just as fun. I loved the first one though. The first <clears> one was amazing. amazing. Yeah, fun change of pace. Uh, a movie that a lot of th- I'm just thinking. Yeah, Daniel it's, Craig's it's little, accent this at little, first though. Oh yeah, was cool. fucking off putting, and it still is kind of really off putting. His whole the like deep Savannah draw, but he can't do it very well. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he if he can't do it very well, or if that was the intention. But anyways, oh, it's, it's hilarious. It's just like, oh come on now. I know. Yeah, Knives yeah. Out too. It's a little step back. I think. Yeah, it's still it good is. Movie, it's good. But... but talking about a movie that like they do a lot with every scene. Mm-hmm. You know, they. Oh yeah. I don't know why in my mind went to those movies, yeah. but. But this is a stark contrast to that because like yeah, and if this is a prettier movie, you know, obviously a way different type of movie. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're you're waiting for more movement. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I I, I just feel like it's meant to be character driven. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't care enough about the characters. And I also think there's a lot manufactured uh, within the movie, like the conflicts. Uh, you know, like when he thinks he's running away, but he's just going to see his dad. And then that being the reason he gets fired at the end, it, it just yeah. it felt like they had to have something yeah. to like punctuate the end of the movie. So it, Yeah, because it didn't even show him getting the snow globe. Yeah, I... I did you did see it? that? No, it never did. I don't know, but it, yes, I... And why would... If he knew the story, why would he give his father a snowboard? You know, if he knew yeah. a situation. Yeah, and I mean, like, so he, he lies about it, of course, to his parents, but also, like, He's why, He's why is the mom uh, who divorced him still responsible well, for, for his care? Yeah. yeah, it seems like it would revert to... The state's yeah, responsibility? somebody else in his life. Power I, of attorney? I mean, I don't know. I just... It, and I, I didn't really care for the, you know, I didn't care for the climax of Crazy Stupid Love either. Uh, and also, last week, but. If, his, his, if his mom ran off with her newly married uh, husband mm-hmm. on Christmas, like during the Christmas break, and didn't bring him, right. would she really be caring if he went off and sneaking off to Boston? Yeah. yeah. So. Well, that's why think... like Paul Giamatti says, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You're unreachable. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing the audacity yeah in a way but at the same time yeah that's the parent yeah i believe that but i don't know how it was in the 70s but i do believe that yeah you you think she would be the type of parent that would do that then go to the school and bitch about it though that's what i was saying i mean what do you you, think you think so you don't think so I mean, I don't Depends think she's the type of person you are. I don't I mean, think she has a foot to stand on. I guess I'm saying. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. But I think she's, you know, a hypocrite. Clearly. Yeah. I think, um, yeah. I mean. But I also think it's about the the yeah. annoyance of having to move right. the dad. She's yeah. like some, you know, he gets in a fight. Okay, but this is like now I got to deal with this. Yeah. So yeah, at that point she can. Two boy fingers for sure. sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he was in your care. I couldn't mm-hmm. be there, but doesn't mean he. Just was out there in the world. But, I mean, but they really didn't do shit. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. That and that's why I think. And like, yeah, I agree with fucking Paul Giamatti. You are unreachable. He should be with somebody who is Christmas. family. It was Christmas. Yeah, fuck you. He he did more for your kid than you did. It seems like really any time besides just moving him around boarding schools. 
Yeah, this is a, um, I, I mean, a pretty true to life scenario <clears throat> that Tully's got going on. What was his first name? Agnes. Agnes. No, no, Angus. 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 But it Angus sounded like Agnes, though, yeah. at times. Uh, Angus. Um, Angus his situation, Angus. I think, was a pretty frequently occurring one, you know. <laughs> Mom, uh, I mean, not specifically the paranoid schizophrenia situation with his dad, but, like, Mom gets divorced, gets a new husband. New husband doesn't really want the son, especially, Seems from like the previous marriage round. Ship him off to boarding school. And, and then, like, he fucks up, oh, military. There's a fine yeah, career military. military. It's exactly what happens with uh, Matthew Weiner's son. I can't remember his actual name, but that plays Glenn Bishop on Mad Men. Uh, mm. Oh, yeah. spoiler for you, Jr. Because uh, that's later season. Yeah, it's such a whole... I need, I need to watch it again. <laughs> yeah, so he, his, his mom remarries, and he gets shipped off to boarding school. Um, and I, but also, and, Glenn was a little weird, though. Oh, Glenn was a weirdo. Um, and still, still was a weirdo too. Yeah, even at the end of the show. But so, what, I mean, the thing is, this was a commonly occurring thing, um, and they do, like I say, the setting of this movie is really good. Uh, Mary's character, um, her son being killed in Vietnam, uh, maybe the saddest detail of this movie. Yeah, right. I feel um, like they could have something get... that happened to so many people. Yeah. Then. I feel like they could have done a little bit more. Like, yeah, we understand, like, it's sad, yeah. But, like, I wanted some more of, like, who he was before, you know? Yeah. Just because I feel like that would have driven home more of the sadness. Like, yeah, I understand she lost her son. That's obviously very sad. But, I don't know. I just felt like they could have used. I don't know, just a little they bit more. Explore that a little more. The sister seemed to kind of be like, "Okay, there's your ending." Yeah, they never they never explored up with their sister. Well, the box, so the box had to be her son's baby clothes, right? Yeah, that she was passing on to her sister. Right, I think so. I, think, I thought that's what I took when she visited her. Now, now that you say that, yeah, I agree. That's, and that's so, all we got. So, and like, if she has a she's son, not drinking anymore, she just has tea at the restaurant. Right. And if she has a son, it'll be the middle name will be her son's mm-hmm. former name. So, yeah. yeah. And like, because like they, they didn't do anything, they just showed them laughing, and then yeah. that's it. Now yeah, she's was changed. It. That was it. It's like, here you go, here's your ending. You know? And then she was still there, but like, you're, she's good. You know, she's fixed. She's yeah. basically that. She had, like, she had more of like a plateau <laughs> storyline, right. not really an arc. It was definitely arc. underserved. I could have used a lot more Mary, um, an exploration of her character. Like a motherly figure, because you're getting that fatherly figure in. Because what, what it seems like he's missing Tully, is, it seems like to me it's almost like these are like in the situation. Because even at the fam, like at a Christmas dinner, he said, I never had something like this before. Yeah. So the they're, they're almost as in like surrogate roles for him in time being. Not, right. not trying to be. Right. And I just feel like we got the Paul Giamatti father figure, but we never really explored then, that Mary relationship. Uh, who was, would you say, uh, who was the other character? The, the janitor. Oh, Danny. 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 He showed up and we were like, wait, have we seen him yet? But he just kind of was like, he's there. He's going to be part of this group, and then he's not. Yeah, yeah the, you know, the, the way they introduced him was by mopping <clears throat> a vomit from when yeah. he dislocated his shoulder. Well, I think he leaves it for uh, Tully to do. Yeah, <laughs> but noticing 
fun. And, and yeah, he's just kind of there for like heartfelt moments after that. Yeah. Really. And, I mean, I guess he is there for Mary's episode at the Christmas party. Um, but he gets no character exploration. No. Um, and he's not really used to drive any other character forward. Same thing as the teacher. Miss um, Crane. Miss Crane. Yeah. <laughs> it was her deal. She was so cold at the end. She just like completely was just like, all right. Well, I don't know. I think her purpose, I guess, was more of less to show like, I don't know. Paul Giamatti's character. Think, I mean, it, it went nowhere. Like, you think like that he was bad gonna, for his character to show that like he still wanted something, but then it just like kicks him back down in the dirt. Yeah, that's the only thing she's there for. Yeah. And that lady doesn't do anything wrong. No, no. Like that's that's all she does as a just, character. I feel like <sighs> um, Paul Giamatti's character I mean, loses pretty much everywhere. Yeah, like and I don't see any wins that he leaves the story with, which is a little unfair. I mean, I, I guess, guess he the, opens up a little bit. Yeah, he opens up a little bit, I guess, like, sticking his neck out and, like, protecting the future of uh, Tully, showing that somebody actually does care for him. Yeah, yeah for sure. I but guess that I, would, I feel like he would have done that at the beginning of the movie. You don't think so? No. Mm-mm. He was totally different by we the knew end. What, yeah. No. I mean, we, but he always had, it was there, like, he had a good heart. He had a you good know, heart, he, but I don't think he would have done that. I yeah. think definitely it was... Now, he wouldn't do that for anybody else, but totally, I believe. Well, I don't think... In the beginning of the movie, he wouldn't have let him go to see his dad. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's, <clears> that's fair. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah, I feel... It seemed like he deserved a little more, to me. <clears throat> I definitely feel like he only would only do that for him, though. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So this, this movie is nominated for Best <laughs> Picture. Um the only other nominee I've seen is Oppenheimer, and <laughs> I don't think this measures up to that. That's and, what's, say, a start comparison, yeah. uh, start competition. Jir, what, what do you think? Does it? I mean, I, Oppenheimer's probably going to win Best Picture, um, so you know, maybe not comparing it to that. But do you <clears> think this is? Because I don't think this is a movie deserving of a Best Picture no, nominee. Would... What do you think? I can see why. You can definitely see why, because of the setting and the snow and the, yeah. and the shot throughout the movie. But well, what does best picture be? What 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 is the criteria to win that? I, to me, it's the best picture. Like like, does it mean like the scene, the filming, and the it's the best movie, cinematography? Like, picture picture is like just move like film a film a movie is like uh, how okay. they're referring to it. So like best picture is the movie of the year. Um, for the Oscars. I don't even think it would be worthy of that, not seeing Oppenheimer myself. I mean, like I say, not even the like the award, but the nomination. I just... I haven't seen all the nominees. Well, I, I did see... I also saw Barbie. Um, yeah, no. Which is a, a technical uh, achievement, of course. Um, but, like, the only thing I can see that's they could harp on in my opinion would be just like the i don't know me personally i really like the world building and the atmosphere of the movie and the feeling it gave off i I think that's the only thing you can really give it that nomination for yeah i mean good very good costuming uh good cinematography 
uh, Paul Giamatti. Set design maybe, is beautiful. Yeah, maybe best actor for Paul Giamatti a nomination I could see. Mm-hmm. Um, which did he? Let's see. I think he is. Uh, yeah, it's him, Coleman Domingo, Jeffrey Wright, Bradley Cooper, and Killian Murphy. What's Bradley Cooper? In <clears throat> Maestro, Leonard Bernstein. Should we watch that at some point? Uh, what, is, what are you talking about? It's Maestro. very Oscar baby. Yeah, oh, is it like some like contemporary fucking like Maestro as in like a uh, composer type bullshit? Yeah, I mean uh, Leonard Bernstein was a composer. Oh, uh, it's just like a biopic about him. Oh, never mind. And it, yeah, all of it, I, I, I'm sure you know that's very respectful. But I saw this interview Bradley Cooper did with uh, Leonard Bernstein's kids, where he, he was crying over like how much he missed Leonard Bernstein in front of his kids, but he had never met Leonard Bernstein. <laughs> what? Yes, yeah, so I, I don't really. Uh, yeah, it just seems like it's kind of like PR. Um, Are we still on Best Picture discussion? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, as far as Oppenheimer goes, I feel like this movie was definitely more like I felt like I'd seen this before. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Oppenheimer was not. I did yeah. not get that feeling. So, if that is worth anything towards the Best Picture winner, that's, that, that'd be my vote. It definitely well, didn't push forward anything new narratively. No. Like, two, like premise was what? Three people together they uh, do their interactions between each other they grow to be different people yeah that's literally the premise of it mm-hmm. and, and even the even the settings like you know you throw some snow in boston and you you get some nice cameras it's gonna look like any other kind of boston it's movie. gonna look nice right. you know it's gonna look warm and ben affleck has taught us yes <laughs> yes watch out you might see a mark Wahlberg pop up Oh, Jimmy Fallon, Fever Pitch. Yeah, you know. Oh, I have <laughs> a lot, a lot, a lot of Bostonites. Another school teacher movie. I'd be down to watch it. Maybe, maybe we should do like a, a city by city movie watch. Mm. Like all, yeah. like you know, Boston that right now. Yeah. So like Boston, you got you got some Ben Affleck movies. You know, some uh, basically the cast of the Dunkings commercials. There you go. Mm-hmm. So then you got to find I like watch The Departed. Yep. So then like you know, anything Texas based, you'd get what. Matthew McConaughey and I will be there for a while. <laughs> who other Texas people are like fanatic about Texas? Uh, we can just go back to John Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're not right at the mark here, but let just so we can have a clean before we get to the next part. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. back and i think we're ready to uh rate this thing one to ten right you know the rules yeah 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 decimals are allowed yeah. although oswald Decim- likes to avoid them yes but ray why don't you lead us off your prediction i think i gave crazy uh stupid love what a seven and a half i think that sounds right i'll give this around that about an eight okay you see this the point difference is I feel like I could watch this movie one more time, maybe. Okay. I, I would like to watch it one more time. Not like I won't like set out to do it. Yeah. But like again, like if it was maybe at Christmas. 
Yeah, you know, maybe I, I want to try it out in the background or, or see. Yeah. yeah, like a late night Christmas yeah. kind of thing. Like you know, it's a late night. It's cold. Mm-hmm. Got nothing else to do. It's kind yeah. of late. Just throw yeah. it on. Kind of doze off to it, maybe. Right. See? This is a yeah, lay down for sleep and watch. Not like a, you know, definitely you're... not like an action packed thing. Definitely kind of mellow. You know, you can fall asleep to it. Yeah. But I feel like it has a certain kind of feeling that it's definitely a perfect cold, rainy weather movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. So what would you give it again? Eight? Eight. Solid so eight. So I have a feeling we'll go in descending order here. <laughs> oh. Um, not looking good. So, I mean, it, it's it's not bad for me. It's going to definitely eclipse the five more. Like, we've definitely mm-hmm. gotten over that hump. Mm-hmm. It's tough because I don't know if I want to... I'm thinking of, like, letter grades in school, you know? I don't know if I want to give it the letter grade out of 70 or go, like, 6-8. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm really feeling... Like a six point eight or a seven here, and I'm gonna okay. land on a six point nine. Okay, just six point nine. My favorite number in general. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get nice. that out of the way. As long as you're truthful about let's it, just I have nothing but here's, to say. But the like every bit of that six point nine points comes from kind of like you explained it. Like yeah, I kind of I kind of felt cozy, you know, mm-hmm. watching it, and it was kind of like a almost comfort, one of those rainy. You know, blanket comfort movie type feel to it. So yeah, I kind of I agree. I uh, yeah, I guess it is Pacific yep, Order. I, man, I'm gonna go six four. All right, six four. Sounds bad. I thought it was gonna be. Um, and that is all the. I mean, the technical aspects of the filming and Paul Giamatti's performance. I just, I felt like I mean I I found myself like when are we getting yeah. to the end here a lot during this movie and there there were a couple of mo- moments where I was like entertained um, yeah, but for sure. they were few and far between okay. I think um, and it's like you know like I say it's a it's definitely supposed to be a character driven movie uh, but I don't think it breaks any new ground really. Um, and it just, it, it definitely reuses stuff from other movies with its characters, traumas. Um, and then it, the main, I just it, talking about it more. I re- I really, really feel like the character of Mary was underserved in yeah. this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, I don't know. I just, I, I have, why have her there if you're not going to, give her story the equal treatment of the other two. I think. I understand that. Yeah, I was more sold on that story, I think. Well, yeah. at least more emotionally invested in that story. Yeah. And I'd say Paul Giamatti's, too. Yeah. Which, like, you you definitely get more out of his. Right. But, but you also really don't learn about that until over halfway through the movie. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't learn about that until after you have the whole scene with uh, the guy who and, went to Harvard. With. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and a lot That's of it true. still seems very open. Yeah. yeah. Of his stuff, so it's a very superficial movie. They don't go past surface level with anything. Yeah. It feels like they just kind of throw it out there, and, and unfortunately, that's kind of why I docked at some points. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with that, our, our three scores average out to a seven point zero three. Okay, well, you know, it's kind of like my jump shot out there. <laughs> you, you make a movie like this every now and then, it's gonna go right through that net. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I'm gonna be giving it a standing ovation. Mm-hmm. But every now and then, you know, I might hit, I might go over the backboard entirely. 
But you know what? I might I, miss a little bit to the left. But I think it's all right that they produced a move that wasn't necessarily a home run. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't like an air ball. Mm-hmm. No. You know? It was it's a solid move. That you that if you it never came out in theaters, right? It was a It did. It was a limited release though, I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you went and saw it in theaters, that was probably one million bucks. That was probably a pretty cool experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must have looked real good. But Definitely, if you find it on Hulu, well, it's not Hulu, uh, Peacock. Peacock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worth. I mean, it's worth a watch. Sure. Yeah. If you're looking for something new, um, especially around the holidays. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah, which we talked about it. It's a Christmas movie a little bit, but it's not though. I wouldn't really say even like so much as when I have a problem with the is Die Hard a Christmas movie because I right. say yes, Die Hard is a Christmas I, movie. I, they, I do too. The crux, it's taking place at a Christmas party. Um, yeah, it is. It's around the holidays. It's yeah. about his family. This is a little more questionable, I think. I mean, because the whole premise is they're there because it's Christmas. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's left for Christmas. Yeah, yeah and so they're mm-hmm. kind of having to... They're, in essence, a family together. Yeah. And... I feel like there were a lot of Christmas scenes, it mm-hmm. seemed sure. like. Yeah, especially in Boston. They wanted to go to Boston for Christmas. Yeah. The ice skating and everything. Seeing trees with ornaments. But there was no, there was no, nothing was ever Christmas oriented about no, the plot. No, yeah, no. no. I guess uh, not. I guess it depends. Maybe some people would see it that way, but not. Yeah, I don't think it's. And also, we don't. For me. Yeah, we, we don't really get snow down here for Christmas. That's, that's yeah. fair too, or for any time. <laughs> yeah. Um, any final thoughts on the holdovers? Double check the name. It's not going to win uh, Best Picture. Hey, I Sorry, think that's a safe not. guess. Um, yeah, so that's the wrapping up on that. But we already know a rare. Before we get to the end of the podcast on Saturday, we know what we're going to do next week already. No we last do. minute scrambling. That's nope. right. Um, y'all want to? One of y'all want to tell the folks? This is new to me. So. Oh, all I'm going to say is we're coming back with another series. That's yes. right. Uh, a series that's on right now. Yeah, you know, I'm going to try to stay a little relevant. This is the first time I heard of it today. Uh, I think you brought it up initially, Eric, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Shogun? Yes. I, I Imagine <laughs> we should just save the name tease people with it until next week yeah we're gonna we're gonna try should we just give hints very blatant hints <laughs> we, 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 we could just say it involves fuel japan and samurai uh, and, and of swords television uh, fx has the movies simpsons if you play that this a backwards, ball. you will hear the title of what we're going to be watching next. Do you right have to play it backwards? So yeah, the apple. There it is. Yeah, Let's see how that sounds. That one might actually. Yeah, I don't know. Don't actually play those backwards. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna try out the first episode. I'm not committing to doing the whole thing yet because we don't know if we'll like it or not. But if we do. We'll probably, probably keep rolling with that for a little while. So is it going to be like, I don't want to say Game of Thrones, like yes, but like, is it going to be in that sense of like where it's going to be like 
a sprawling well, epic kind of storyline kind yeah. of several plot lines yes okay yeah Few, like fighting houses or fighting bands of warring whatever. factions there we go All right okay okay i'd like me some warring that's, factions well, yeah <laughs> so that's the name of what we're watching next week we're sure. watching the first episode of warring factions <laughs> which is on hulu uh, I believe that uh, Warring Factions is actually airing on the History Channel at 3 a.m. on Tuesdays. Yes. And then it's soon to be syndicated on the American Heroes Channel. That's right. Where the military channel changed to. USA Network. <laughs> Do you remember the, um, the game show, the kids game show, Hole in the Wall? Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Where the wall came at oh, you with the shape, shape and you had to... We need to cover that one at some point. Might need to play that. Yeah, that would be, be a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, a little bit safer. Well, you're the only one that owns property, so you're, you're like we're building all this at your house. <laughs> we can build that on the side yard. You don't have out front. You have like a wipeout I'll course. Just, yeah. <laughs> the last card is dumping. We're just all going to be doing it for hours. Never going to get through the hoop. Um, Wait, dumping what? Dump. <laughs> Dunking. Dunking. Oh, I was like, what's dumping? Yeah, I was well, trying to like piece it together by what you were down. saying. You gotta you gotta throw your body into the dumpster out there. That's how you finish off. We roll you down the hill right there. <laughs> yeah. wheels. Um so I, I don't think we got anything else today, right? No, so. we're just getting goofy now. Yeah. Getting, it's end of the afternoon. Uh, we've done balled it out. All morning. Worn ourselves down. Watching two and a half hour movie. We're old. It's, it's what? You know, this is nap time. It's two thirty. I mean, I'm, I'm honestly gonna go home, take me a little an hour long nap. Nap time. Maybe, maybe nap time. You gotta take me a shower first, though. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 After all that basketball. Um, well, I hope all of you have nice Saturday afternoon naps. Uh, I've been Et Dubs. It's your been your boy Oswald. And once again, Jerberius back with you all this week. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Have a great weekend and drive home safely.